Alright, ready? Ready, Freddy? I'm fucking ready, man. All I was right. born ready. Cool. Okay, tight. Well, good. I'm glad we cleared cool. that up. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we could establish that. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna podcast where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series we're your hosts i am scott and joining me as always it's just a boy it's zachary attacker <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing today my boy dude you told me you had something great and i was like fuck what did i miss in this episode that would have been good to use for an intro you and it's just the classic. It's just the classic. <laughs> I, you know, we've talked about... <coughs> shit. I need a drink. Hey, now's a great time for me to tell you guys that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. At We Don't Want a Pod. <coughs> oh my god, I don't know what just happened. Dude, throat, I just... I, I think I swallowed. I just squirted some uh, no, some bastard no, children into no. your throat. That's, that's what just Definitely happened. Definitely not that. We abandoned that intro, remember? Um, we have talked, we love the, the just a boy line so, so much. And we had gotten to a point where I think we thought that we had invented that line in our heads. Yeah. Like he says similar things, but never quite exactly that. And then here it is. It was just you. It shows up in this episode and I was so happy. I was like, (laughs) he actually says it. He says, he's just a boy. He's I thought it was like a, uh, you know, Mandela effect thing that I had just, you know, imagined. Could have been. Could have yeah, been. Could have been, but it wasn't. And I'm so happy because uh, you are just a boy. Just a boy. <laughs> yes. Uh, what are uh, we doing today, I'm good, Zachy man. Boy? How are you? I'm apparently dying. Um, yeah. That was weird that? as hell. Don't do that shit. Oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see where the, the day takes us. Uh, other than that, I'm good. Um, yeah. I went to a baseball game this week. That was fun as hell. My Rockies yeah, won. Yeah, you did. You t- I heard you touch tips with an outfielder. Uh, very close. Yes. Uh, you <laughs> can see me on the replay. Uh, watching Randall Grichik steal a home run from the Rangers. That was very cool and fun. Uh, had a really good time with uh, the boys. I love I that. With. Fuck the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Rangers. That seems uncalled for. I mean, um, look, I like the Astros. I'm obligated to hate the other Texans. Okay, team. fair enough. But uh. Yeah, as, apart from dying in the intro, I am doing swell. How are you, pal? Hell yeah. Um, I already answered that question. Did I'm you? No, you just yeah. said, like, I'm good. That doesn't count. Okay, well, it all started when I was a boy. Okay, yes, please, yes. <laughs> and I choked the one-eyed, the bald man. Or what, you what choked is, what is the it one-eyed bald man? <laughs> you made the bald man cry. You, yeah. uh milked your turtle something like that. i'm as bad as you i can't remember yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. whatever uh i i am actually pretty good uh i've got some friends coming into town um julio and dom if you're listening love you guys uh and i'm excited because we're gonna go see a hardcore show tomorrow uh tonight i'm going to a comedy hardcore show porn, with amanda right? yeah hardcore <laughs> porn okay excellent just um, making sure 
and uh, and then they're hanging out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're just we're just chilling. I've got a little vacation weekend planned. It's pretty nice. Uh, I'm good, man. I I am actually good. Excellent. I, I am tired because um I just got off work and it was a long day. You did. You but, were late uh, actually, and I don't know if I can forgive you, but I'll try. Try my damnedest. Uh, yeah. we uh are talking Game of Thrones episode nine, Baylor. Uh, this is, uh, quite the, uh, the episode, quite the turning point. We, we, we gotta scrap all of this. We're supposed to be doing a sad and oh, that's so, right. Like, that was fucking the plan. Wasn't somber it? ass intro. <laughs> We're gonna do like a morning yeah. period for Ned. Maybe, uh, maybe for somebody else because I love Ned. <laughs> because I don't really like no, Ned. I love Ned, but he kind of just asks for everything that he gets. Uh, yeah, shall true. we shall we jump into the recap and then we can kind of discuss this? Yeah, man, hit us with them notes. All right, let's let's do this. So we start with with our boy Ned, who is woken by another visit from Varys. He offers Ned the advice to confess his treason in order to protect his daughters. Cat meets with Lord Walder Frey to request permission for Rob's armies to cross the bridge at the Twins. Lord Frey allows them to cross in exchange for a promise of Rob to wed one of Lord Frey's daughters when the war is done. At the wall, Commander Mormont gives John a Valyrian steel sword called Longclaw. And thanks for- I'll show you a Longclaw. Oh, I can actually show you Longclaw. Um, Oh, you do actually own Longclaw. I do actually. You know what? You know what? We're just pulling it out right here. And now- Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm just going to hold it for- We're pulling it out. Oh yeah, we're pulling out swords. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> hold it while while I read the rest. Hold of on, this. why have you not been holding Longclaw for every the episode entire always? time? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a solid question. Might need to change that. <laughs> Might need, yeah, let's just uh, hold my Longclaw always and forever. It's you know, it's kind I of, love holding your Longclaw it's, always <laughs> and forever. This recap has gone completely off the rails. It's kind of just awkward. You know, I'm in this closet here, and I don't know where to put the rest of my sword. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait. This so you're is telling a full-ass me... sword, okay? I'm not just like, this is a whole thing. I don't so know where to got, stick my we've sword. We've got a 30, 38, 42-year-old man in his closet holding on to Longclaw. Did long you just call me 42? Yeah, you're 42. God damn it. <laughs> Very close, though. Uh, no, I don't know where to stick my sword, Zach. I just... I. So you don't know where to put I it? I don't know where to put it, yes. Uh, <laughs> where the fuck was I? Uh, Longclaw. Yeah. Longclaw, and thanks for saving his life. Uh, Sam spills the beans about Rob riding off to war, and John thinks he should be with him. John then has a conversation with our dude, Maester Eamon, and holy shit... What an amazing conversation that is. At the Lannister camp, Tywin tells Tyrion that he and his tribesmen will be in the vanguard of the battle, where the fighting is thickest and deaths the greatest. Bronn brings Tyrion a whore named Shay. They play some drinking games. We find out about how Tyrion's first love and how he was married at one point in time. In the East... Drogo is looking real bad. He falls off his horsey. Something a call can never do. Jorah says he will die tonight. 
There is a rift between Danny and the Dothraki for allowing a witch to put her hands on their cow. Danny asks Miri Mazdur, the same person that got them into this, uh, for blood magic to save Drogo. Seems solid. Seems sound. Yeah. Uh, one of Drogo's blood riders tries to stop it, but is killed by Ser Jorah. Uh, Jorah's got some moves. He does have some moves. It's not bad. Uh, Danny goes into labor, and Jorah carries her into the tent where the witch is doing blood magic. <clears throat> Rob's so many Rob's poor army decisions. Ad- what was that? So many poor decisions in such a oh, short dude, she's, sequence. Dude, she's got it covered. She's got it, bro. Uh, Rob's army attacks the Lannisters at dawn, and Tyrion and the Hill tribes ready for battle. Tyrion is knocked out because they ran out of budget for this battle. True. <laughs> Turns out it was a ruse. It was a ruse. It was a ruse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob Stark led, uh, let the info leak about the 20,000 northern men that were coming to attack, but the force attacking Tywin's army was only a decoy. He split his force and took most of his men to break Jaime's siege of River Run. They succeeded and captured the Kingslayer. Jaime wants to duel Rob to end the war right there and right now, but Rob does not fall for the trap. It's a trap! It's a trap! <clears throat> In King's Landing, Arya has been living on the streets. Living in the streets, God bro. Damn it. <laughs> uh, she gets word that they're uh, taking the Hand of the King to the Sept of Baylor. That's the title of this episode. Ned sees Arya in the crowd perched on the statue of Baylor. He yells Baylor to Yorin, the Night's Watchman, who is standing in the crowd. And he goes and grabs Arya, understanding the message, of course. Ned confesses his treason on the steps of the Sept, <clears throat> but Joffrey gives him the old razzle-dazzle. Oh, not the old razzle-dazzle. The old razzle-dazzle. Coming back with a vengeance and orders Ned to death. <clears throat> the music fades to silence. Ned breathes his final breaths and the sword drops. Boy. What, what an a, episode. What an episode. What a final scene, especially. Uh... I kind of feel like should we just address like what the, the final scene here? Or do we save that to the end? I don't know. How do you want to? How do you want to attack this bad boy, Zachy? Uh, I mean, I like doing it from behind. So let's go. Let's start with the end. Okay, let's start. <laughs> Damn it! Let's start with the final scene. Face down, you know. Uh, this uh, the scene on the steps of Baylor, uh, which is like the giant church cathedral thing there in King's Landing. Yeah. Um, what an incredible, just what an incredible scene. Like the way, like the the music drops and like the sound fades, and it's just like it's like this surreal, dreamlike quality to it. And like you know, the upshot, the, the yeah. upshot of being able to see the sword drop, the sword dropping, like just like the it's birds so flying, like Arya just kind of looking into the sky and just like. You just hear the flapping of the bird's wings like it's just so well done. And I can I can remember very specifically when and where I was when I first watched this episode. I was in my first apartment after college. Uh, I was watching it with my friend Arthur. Shouts to Arthur. And uh, 
Our boy Arthur. This, this, the end of this episode happened, and the credits start to roll, and we both just sit there, like, motionless. Like, mouths open, just like we could not believe what just happened. Yeah, man. That's, um, I mean, I feel like, like, I'm sure <clears throat> that television has done an expectation dodge like that before not to this i don't think to that caliber that's what i was gonna say this this they didn't do this in television back then like you can say like oh of course it's like uh you know um what is his name what is the actor's name i'm totally blanking right now sean Uh, sean bean yes oh it's sean bean of sean bond of course he was gonna die and it's like tv shows didn't kill their main characters like that right like back then especially i think i think the thing is is that like you know when because I, I have heard of people, by the way, who who have said, you know what, like, why am I going to watch this when the main character dies in, in the first oh, really? season? I've seen, I, like, I've seen that argument. I've seen that take. And I just, first off, like, fuck what you. If something's yeah. good, it's good. Yeah. But two, like, the whole point here is that, like, th- this is supposed to sub- subvert your expectation mm-hmm. because Ned is not the main character. No. He's like he's only the, he only seems like he's the he's kind of a placeholder main character for for a sure time. sure I mean he's somebody that people gravitate towards <laughs> right. sure but I think I mean truly I don't think that that there is a main character in Game of Thrones I mean I think it's it's the the, the realm and just the world as a whole and right. kind of the events that are taking place and we're being able to see it through multiple points of view no yeah the multiple points of view was was always the thing I mean it was the way George wrote it too I mean you can argue that there are like maybe three or four main characters maybe even more than that but I mean that's the right. point is there's so many there's no one particular main character but like right Ned was the quote-unquote main character of this first book first season and for him to die not even like this isn't even the final episode of the season you know this isn't like this isn't like this would end like the season of any other show you know right if they were going to do something like this which that's the other point is like shows just didn't do this and uh you know so i feel like so few people the books were not like a widespread like phenomenon so like so many people didn't know this was coming and yeah i didn't know no i had no idea and it was just it was earth shattering it's like and i was late i was late on the scene too with game of thrones like i started watching when was it season season three or four yeah yeah something like that um yeah it's funny i was actually uh do you remember when we when i first got into game of thrones when we were working together Mm -hmm. where uh i uh I had that dentist appointment that went sideways. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Where I had a I had a wisdom tooth taken out and didn't like your my, jawbone get infected or something? Yeah. Well, no. So like my disc and my jaw slipped and like uh, was severed. Oh sure. So Gosh. I couldn't open my mouth. Uh, like my my jaw was like mm. stuck shut, and so I took one. The pain was terrible, but mm-hmm. also like I took several days off just because I couldn't talk to people. Um. And it was during that that time where I, that I started watching Game of Thrones because I was at home for for maybe five or six days straight. Sure. <clears throat> and um, mm. yeah, that that was me jumping in. So like, I was I was home, miserable, in pain with my jaw, watching this first season, 
and um dude this this happens and i was like it, it faded to black that the credits rolled and i was like absolutely fucking no way right uh yeah, that was a, and i couldn't even call you to talk about it because i couldn't fucking talk couldn't fucking talk at all that was i mean that was the exact reaction me and arthur had we were like that didn't just happen right like we're gonna start the next episode and it's gonna it was a ruse you know it's like oh the sword didn't really come down but like no it 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 happened yeah actually for a second there i thought <clears throat> so like you see the upshot with the sword drop mm-hmm. and like if this is ned's head yeah uh, I was like, okay, well, maybe it's it's shot that way, so we think it passes through his neck, but maybe Sir Illin Payne, like, drops it to the side, and, like, it's gonna pick up with him, like, placing the sword down and being like, no, or something like oh, that. Like, sure, sure, sure. I was still Just so naive at that. rationalizing, yeah, in, in yeah, any yeah. way that you can. No. Right. I can see um, that. And I was, I mean, not, I think everybody who watched Game of Thrones <sighs> was, was sadly... Uh, thrown off. <laughs> this this is the uh, this is the first uh, hint this show gives you of like no this this is different they're right. they're not afraid to kill people. Um, and uh, I I think something that's fucking crazy and I wasn't even here's the thing, dude. Like this is how massive of a thing this was that I got on Game of Thrones late. Right, I got on Game of Thrones season four ish, three or four or something like that, mm-hmm. and. I didn't realize what people were talking about, but when it happened, I realized everybody's been talking about this. Oh, uh, sure. Like this made like TV. I mean, anybody that watched like uh, quality TV, right? Like prestige. They, they were talking. Yeah. They were talking about what Game of Thrones did. Yeah. Everybody. This thing was on fire because of yeah. that. It was such a big deal. And yeah, I was just like, okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. I get it now. <laughs> it's no, definitely. fucking insane. Uh, it's it's a crazy thing to do. Uh, and just like the impact this episode has will be far reaching to say the least, both in world and, you know, out of world. Like, you know, right. the, the impact they had on like, I feel like prestige television. So. Right. Um, let's uh, let's quickly touch on the other uh, scene that Ned had in this episode. I really like this first scene that we get between him and Varys. Um, yeah. it's a it's a good little scene. Just kind of Varys trying to reason with Ned, trying to get him to you know confess his treason, take the black, go to the wall, and Ned's like, "I'm not afraid to die." Like, dude, like, I don't care. This My, isn't about you, right. Ned. This my honor is worth more than death, basically, which we've always really known from Ned. His honor is what he values, like, above all else. But then it turns out, mm, no, maybe Varys knows the one thing, the, the just those right buttons to push his daughters. He asks about, well, what about your daughter's life? And in the end, Ned does choose his family uh, over his honor, which, you know what? Good for Ned. Uh, didn't work out for him, but I appreciate that. He did try, you know, he tried to do what he thought was best for his daughters at the time, even though it was kind of against his personal beliefs. This is this is a really perfect segue to because I know the scene that you and I are probably going to spend some time talking about is the conversation with Eamon. And it's 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 earlier in the very same episode where where they're talking about, like, choosing family or honor, Right. right? Like. What would the right thing do? John says that 
He's like, well, I he would do whatever he yeah. thinks is right. Amen asked him, what would your Lord Father do if he was forced to choose? And and we get to see that play mm-hmm. out like in real time. It's, it's almost as if that was planned. It's almost <laughs> as if it was planned and written that way. But yes. Yeah. Uh, God, it's so good. John and Mace Raymond scene is so fantastic. I love Mace Raymond. He's, you know, John is, John is such a typical whiny teenager in this scene where he's just like, yeah. oh, nobody understands what I'm going through, you know. Is this, right. You don't know what my problems are like. And then Eamon just puts him in his place so hard where he's like, nah, dude, I've yeah, I've gone through. No, basically I don't think exactly. you know. Yeah, you don't fucking know, bitch. <laughs> you uh, don't know, buddy. Yeah, he. So Maester Eamon is a Targaryen. Um, he was once offered the throne even, but he turned it down because he was already so a maester. So he is King Aerys' uncle. Correct. The Mad King's uncle. Yes. So the previous king. Yes. He's old. His brother. He's big old. Yeah. Uh, um. So he yeah, is big, Daenerys big and Viserys is like great uncle then. I guess that yeah. would mean. And it's it's just so it's so touching, man. Like his. Well, first off, his 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 commitment to his duty. Obviously, mm-hmm. yes. That that that's a big deal. That's talk about that forever, but. His his memory and his, the way that he kind of recounts, like learning of that when you know getting those letters and learning what they did to the children right. and like how he trails off almost how I, it's just unspeakable you yeah. know uh, it's I don't know that actor's name but fucking. Yeah. Unbelievable performance. I should know as Eamon. But yes, he he truly does turn in an unbelievable performance. Um I love my favorite, favorite part of this scene is that he he straight up tells John, like, I won't tell you what to do. Like basically every man has to decide that for himself. He's right. like, All I all I ask of you is that you live with whatever decision you make as I have. He's basically like, listen, I'm not going to try and persuade you one way or the other to stay or to go, but just un- know and understand that whichever you do choose, that's your that's your choice. That's your bed, and you're yeah. going to have your to Your choices have consequences, right. and you're going to have to live with them. You're going to have to live with the consequences either way. Uh, and it's just like, John, you know, to his credit, and I, I might parallel this with another character later, is like, he is like such like a whiny, you know, emo teenager sometimes, but he will listen when given good counsel. Uh, right. And he does here. And oh, it's it's this like, is a great scene. There's so many characters that just don't see that. <laughs> so many though, characters know? that don't. Uh, one in particular that I'm thinking of. But um, but yeah, it's fantastic. Maester Eamon is an absolute baller. Uh, he's got this scene and then one other in particular that I always think of that he absolutely crushes it in, uh, which is quite a bit later, but kill the boy. Uh, actually not that one. You're okay. He's got two. He's got two. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for money. Kill the boy is the kill the boy scene is fucking so good. It is real good. Uh, what should, should we talk about Rob? A little bit here. Oh my guy, Rob, dude. dude Let's go. Your guy, Rob, Rob, is is making some moves. So, uh, first, of course, we get Cat, 
who goes into the twins to negotiate for him. And um, which is probably a wise move. You know, if Rob goes in there himself, the Lord Frey will probably sell him to the Lannisters as they tell him. Um, and she she barged this 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 deal with uh, old Lord Walder, who's a real fucking creep and just the absolute worst. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, this deal so is the most oxy clean ass, but wait, there's more fucking deal I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, that deal. Yes, it's true. Fuck. It's true. Uh, Rob, like, you can see his face just, like, continually falling where he's like, okay, this isn't so bad. Okay, Arya won't like it's that, like, it's but like okay. His son, he's an esquire for you, and he it's expects like, a knighthood in due time. Yeah, he's like, okay, that's, okay, yeah, easy, fine. Oh. Also, Arya. Yeah, she's not going to like that. Uh, she's not okay. going to like that, but okay. And but then, wait, there's more. Yeah, <laughs> also, just like, like I fucking hate Theon, you know that, but him yeah. just kind of snickering in the corner when <laughs> like Rob asked like if he if she saw any of the daughters and Catelyn's like one was there was one uh, and she's <laughs> suitable it's it's absolutely brutal uh but you know Rob does what needs to be done they have to cross the bridge he agrees uh major ramifications down the line for this but uh then he pulls maybe the greatest razzle dazzle of the episode maybe even more so oh, than our yeah. boy joff so good he out wars tywin lannister a little bit this is crazy <clears throat> yeah that's um that's some real baller shit. Yeah. You know, I I I want to get a chance to say something because I love Ty. I mean, you know, yes, you and I do. talk about it. For we everybody who does Tywin. not already know, we love Tywin. Mm-hmm. And even though Tywin is a true master of strategy, there are there are moments like this that kind of like humanize him. Mm-hmm. Um and Tywin always has a plan and he always gets shit done. Mhm. It doesn't mean he's untouchable, right? right? And and we see that because it's it, like one he he underestimates yes. Rob for, for, for one. Multiple people have underestimated Rob and continue to underestimate Rob. Lord Umber last episode, uh, Walder Frey and Tywin really this episode. Are Jamie, you touched, boy? <laughs> uh, Jamie underestimates him. People are kind of always underestimating Rob. So Tywin is not alone in this. But you're right. It, he does mess up here. I think where Tywin's true genius lies is in his adaptability and his, okay, yes. you got me here, but I got an, a B, C, D, E plan ready yes. to go. Absolutely. That, so yeah, that, that's honestly, that's exactly what I was getting sure. to is like, you, you, you might be able to, to get him on a move, right? but like, you're probably not going to win the game against right. this guy. Exactly. Um, uh, so yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a great plan. Um, basically, what happens, you know, Rob sends 2,000 of his men basically to their deaths just as kind of a decoy, uh, while most of them sneak around Lord Tywin's army, uh, give him the old reach around, and uh, they go and attack Jamie, and they capture him. Not great for our boy Jamie. Yeah. 
It's a great fucking plan too, because like obviously, yes, outsmarting Tywin, that's great. Mm-hmm. But also, Jamie was was sieging against River Run, right? So he went and rescued River Run, mm-hmm. and now you have all those men as well that are. I mean, if if you don't know, River Run is the house of the Tollies, which is Cat's mm-hmm. family. Um, Rules over so, all the Riverlands, basically. Yeah, which is exactly. A big area. So so now. He's also, he helped them, right. for one, but he just added to his own army. Right. Because now they don't have to deal with that. Fucked up the Lannister army and took the Kingslayer. Yeah. Like, that's... Taking the Kingslayer is enormous, because he is, like, not only one one of the greatest warriors in the realm, but, like, you know, one of the best commanders, although he gets kind of worked over here, but, like, if he well, is... He was the, surprised, you know? Right. No matter how good of a commander you are, right. He, what do you do against him that? at the head of any army is is bad for the opposing army so capturing him is is huge uh a line i have to call out uh i love i love jamie so much even in defeat where he tells catelyn he's like uh i'd offer you my sword but i seem to have lost it and catelyn goes i don't want it's not your sword i want it's my daughter's it's my husband and just kind give of them very, back or yeah, something like that. Yeah, give them back to me or something like that. And just kind of very softly, Jamie just goes, I've lost them too, I'm afraid. And it's just, I love the cheek on Jamie. Like, even in defeat, he's just never quite, he's always going to give you that lip, you know? Uh, he's so cool. He is, he's very cool. I love cool. him so I, much, I, dude. I do fucking love Jamie. Uh, uh, what a fucking guy. But big wins for Rob this episode, for sure. Uh, Tyrion... Meanwhile, there's there's kind of like what do you what do you want to talk about with Tyrion here? There's okay. Well, the first thing I need to talk about in regards to Tyrion is how absolutely fucking hot is Shay, dude? I mean, yeah, like she's pretty attractive, dude. I forgot, and you know what's funny too is <clears throat> just the other day I was talking with some friends, like we we were trying to like get a fuck. Was it with you? No, it wasn't with you. It was mm. it was me and Amanda and somebody else, but. We're trying to make a list of like all the attractive men and all the attractive women in Game of Thrones. Like Jamie like, Lannister, right, who, the end. Who? <laughs> Jamie Lannister, the end. That's just see. That's funny, but Amanda's like he's too Prince Charming for me. No, nah, he's that. so hot. He's <clears throat> so hot. She's crazy. I I like rugged Nikolai Coster-Walder more than I like than per, like prettied up Jamie. I mean, he yeah, he makes it all work. <laughs> okay. Either way. Uh. I had this this list. I was like, "Ooh, and this chick, and this chick, and this, you know, and whatever." And I completely forgot about Shay. Did dude. you? And I saw her on screen. Like it, it literally. It wasn't until the episode started that I was like, "That's right, <laughs> Shay is in this, dude. She's so fucking good looking. She bro. is. It's not okay. <laughs> I have, I have a weird relationship with the character of Shay just because." She's so, so vastly different in the show than what she is in the books, which normally I'm, like, fine with and, like, hey, they're each their own thing, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason with her, it just, it kind of bugs me. And Interesting. I don't love the changes they made to her character, but, I mean, she is yeah, still I very d- I don't, that I don't care. Like, I think the actress does a great job. She does. No, that's definitely and, true. And it's still entertaining. Like, it's, she's... She's good on screen. It's still, I think it's still good for the story. Could it be better right. if they stuck with original like source material? Sure, but um, I mean, 
we of course get the the story here of Tyrion and his his first love, in fact his wife, his first and only wife, uh by the name of Tysha. Uh and it's not a, it's not a pleasant story. <laughs> does not it's, have, it's not tight, man. It does not have a happy ending. In fact, Your boy Braun, got cucked. Yeah, Braun just is like, I would have killed the man that did that to me. Like that is so fucked up. Um and we can see why now there is so much kind of like you know tension and like angst between Tyrion and his father. Like you can see it in their scenes and you know Tyrion has talked about like his father like both with like reverence and contempt in certain ways. Yeah. And now we see like oh well yeah if your fucking dad did this to you like yeah you're probably not going to be too happy with him. Just of course this on top of Tywin basically treating him as a lesser human his entire life as well because right. he is a dwarf and because he killed uh <clears throat> Tywin's wife um you know being born obviously none of this is Tyrion's fault but Tywin definitely resort resents Tyrion for these reasons and man it sucks it's such a brutal brutal story and it's just like damn Tyrion my my yeah. guy has had it rough <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's it's not it's not nice. No. I mean, yeah, it's 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 super fucked up hearing it for the first time. Uh I actually think I rewound it cuz I was like, "Wait, hold on." Yeah. They did what? Yeah. Uh wow, Jesus, dude, that's uh that's that's super fucked. <sighs> yeah. Definitely. Um my only advice for Tyrion is uh, you probably should have put your helmet on, bro. Um <laughs> don't don't walk out onto the battlefield without your helmet on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we you know we joked in the opening about uh, the budget, but you know it's pretty much the exact reason we don't get a battle scene here. Uh, they knock out our boy Tyrion, and the battle is over by the time he wakes up. I do adore the line that Bronn. <laughs> it's actually right before the battle starts. Bronn tells Tyrion to stay low. And Tyrion nice. looks at him and is like, "Stay low, stay low." And Braun goes, yeah, if you're lucky, no one will notice you. And Tyrion just goes, I was born lucky. <laughs> it's so good. I yeah. love Braun and Tyrion's dynamics so much. They're so good together. Yeah, they are pretty fucking incredible on screen together. Yeah, it's uh, it's hilarious. Um, So, look, man, let's let's tackle some uh, some Danny business. I I no. I don't want to talk Danny about what happens business. in the East. You can't make me. You can't well, make me. Gonna. I won't do it. I won't do it. No. We're gonna. We're gonna do it. <sighs> Come on, buddy. Why does this strike such a such a chord with you? This 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 is what I was talking about vaguely earlier, where Daenerys gets solid counsel so much, mainly from Ser Jorah. He tries to talk sense into her many, many times. Right. But she absolutely refuses to listen to anyone except, of course, her, her witch friend. Um, her arrogance drives me crazy, dude. Her arrogance is worse than Viserys sometimes. Like, I swear. 
Like she, she, she is the Khaleesi, the blood of the dragon and anything she thinks or does is absolutely right. There's no way she could ever possibly be wrong. And, um, she's fucked up my boy, but good. She's fucked yeah. him up bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's funny that you compare it to, to Viserys. Cause like Viserys, it's so, it's annoying because he, yes, he is like loud and, a child about it, but mm-hmm. he's only allowed in a child about it because he he's a beggar king. Right. I mean, like he he's having to to ask for that, right? right? So it's like it's just annoying. Right. But with her, so many people just see it as, well, no, she is the Khaleesi, so you should do that. And it's like that just because you are the Khaleesi, yeah. just because you are a king, whatever, doesn't mean you're not a fucking idiot. Yeah, as we see also from Joffrey in this episode where he ignores what, you know, his mother and his counselors want him to do. And he takes Ned's head like she's kind of doing the same exact thing. I hate to break it to you. Uh, Jorah, her blood riders call the call Drogo's blood riders are like, what are you doing? And she's just like, no, no, I know best. No, no, no. Yeah. Bring me bring me the witch. We're going to do this blood magic. This seems like a great plan. Um, Jorah also what are you doing carrying her back into the tent where there's like demonic screams and like shadows and bad shit happening like I love you in this episode but that was a bad mood my dude <laughs> what are yeah. you thinking <laughs> yeah yeah definitely uh, Jorah does have some sick scenes uh, his fight against uh, is it Mago I think um no, what? I think Mago's the one that fought. Oh yeah, you're right. Drogo. You're right. I can't remember. I this, forget his name. I can't remember but... this dude's name, but uh, he he shows us he's got some moves. Uh, he, you know, we we kind of had a little bit of foreshadowing this when he was talking to that one kind of blood rider of Daenerys, the friendly. <laughs> yeah, Mister Friendly. The friendly, uh, yeah. Where he's like, fucking yeah, baby face. Uh, yeah, baby face, baby Dothraki, face Dothraki, Dothraki boy. With the whip, he's like, yeah, Arx are good on horse, but they can't pierce, like, plate, you know, men in plate. And, you know, Shajora knows that. In and he basically, steel dress. He uses that to his advantage and just traps that dude's sword against his plate and fucks him all up. And I'm like, good move, Jorah. That was pretty slick. Pretty yeah. slick. Um, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah, but Drogo is all fucked up, and I, I fucking hate it. Yeah. It's so bad, dude. It's just, it makes me so sad. Because he's so cool and he deserves so much better than his wife. Killing him. I mean, him. at least his wife, at least he, at least he is almost dying with a hot wife. His wife's hot. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, look. You're saying he deserves better with his wife, but hey, look, at least she's good looking, right? His wife is just slowly killing him, and she It's just, with love. Yeah, killing him with love, I guess. Killing him with love and stupidity. And arrogance and power. And arrogance, yeah. Uh, yeah, geez. I, this, these two episodes in particular, these are, these are her two it's okay, because she moments. gets so much better, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she gets so much better, yeah. Her, all of her arrogance. She learns her lesson here, that she learns to, you know, listen to counsel. She has a great character arc where she grows <laughs> and develops. Yes, exactly. Of all of her arrogance goes away because of this. Uh, she learns that she should listen to her counselors. Yeah, 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 yeah. More, more on that to come. Um, 
boy. Okay, so I think the last thing, episode wise, unless there's something else that you have, um, that I just it's and it's very brief. Okay, go but, ahead. But I I just I just want to talk about Arya for a second. Oh, dude, I feel like I haven't shut up about how much I love Maisie Williams as Arya. We haven't. But uh, it's, it's warranted. It is warranted. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that like us going through the series again like this, like in this manner mm-hmm. where we're intentionally taking notes and watching the episodes one at a time and re- revisiting and talking about it together. I, I don't think I realized I, how much I love Arya. And like I'm always like, oh yeah, like Arya's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. I like her. But when we're really like focusing in and talking about these specific scenes... I'm just realizing week after week that I do not stop talking about how great she is. She's great. It's, it's just, it's like, and even in this scene, it's so short. Yeah. Just her picking up the, the pigeon, yep. learning about the hand at the sept and her going out there to, you know I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a very small thing, but just like when they're like, when they've got Ned, you know, doing his thing and like things are kind of starting to look bad. There's a quick cut to her where she like kind of like gets ready to like draw her sword. Like she is ready to just fucking throw down like yep. right then and there. And I just like it's foolhardy and like there's nothing she could do. But at the same time, I can't help but like love her for it just because like yes. that's her father up there. And she is not just going to, you know, sit idly by while right, he's killed. Right. And I, I don't think she would have if Yorin hadn't, you know, grabbed her and held her. Um, She's just so, she's so resourceful to like, you know, like it's, it's explored way more in the book, but she's, she's like lived alone on the streets for like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I was, gonna, I was, I wanted to bring attention to that. Like it, it's easy to not realize uh, how quickly time passes right, in right. the show. It's probably and, been months even, maybe, that yeah, Ned's been in that dungeon. I want to make this point now in season one because I just, I have to remind myself this. When watching, I'm getting way ahead, okay. but it's, it's, it's relevant now because of what we're talking sure, about. Sure. If you are somebody who has watched the show, uh, you all probably know and remember when certain things happened in season seven and season eight, people um, could not shut the fuck up about how quickly time passes or like how from one scene they're here and then the next scene they're in a different city or like, yeah, or whatever. And it's like, dude, this literally happens all the time. It has been happening. For, it happened. It's season yeah. one and it's happened several times already. I mean, look, so it's, like, you're absolutely yeah. right. And even I have fallen into that trap, specifically criticizing season seven before. But yeah, I mean, look at like episode two. They go from like the between the beginning of episode two to the start of episode three. They travel all the way from Winterfell to King's Landing. Like yeah. that yep. is a like months long journey. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and from from the end of of last episode to the start of this episode, it's been at least like two months. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Um, so, so you're absolutely right. That's a good. Yeah. Call. Anyway, Arya's been doing her thing on the streets. She's living awesome. in those streets. <laughs> living in them streets. Um, she got a nice fat pigeon to trade for a lemon yeah, cake. Dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's so cool. I love. Anyway, her. yeah, I just love her to death. Um, I can't stop talking about her, and I am just falling more and more in love with 
how her character is written and um, everything Maisie Williams does to to act her out. She does. It's very, very good. And I have called this out before. But again, she's another one of those characters like John who gets counsel from people older and wiser and that know and grows things that and uses that and grows unlike certain other people. Anyway, I'm going to shut up about that. Uh, two quick call outs. I had two more lines I have to call out. Uh, one is one of my absolute favorites from the entire show is when Tywin's brother, Kevin, which is an amazing that he's just Kevin Lannister. with an A yeah, Kevin with Kevin. an A. I love that so much. Uh, he is complaining about all the like arms and armor that Tyrion's tribesmen are using. <laughs> and Kevin goes, the big hairy one demanded two axes, uh, black steel, heavy, double-sided. And Tyrion just very simply kind of shrugs and goes, Shaga likes axes. <laughs> Shaga likes his axes. Shaga likes axes is so good. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, also, it's the face. It's it's the line, but it's also the face that Bronn makes when Tyrion wakes up after the battle. And he asks him, like, how did our tribesmen do? And Bronn just kind of goes like, yeah good <laughs> and like, it, it pans over yeah, and the tribesmen are just like just, beating the shit out of a dead person exactly it's exactly that and it's just <laughs> the way uh 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 what's his name uh flynn uh jerome flynn the way jerome flynn oh, like right. his face looks like as he's like yeah good it's so funny i love it yeah. so much uh anything else you wanted to hit on before we transition yeah to- i just um I, ju- I have to bring attention to this line. Okay. You told me I couldn't use it as our intro. Well, you already talked about it also. Yeah, but it's just so funny. Okay, and I don't even remember who says the line. It's, well, you're talking about Walder Frey, the squirting? That's what it is. That's yeah, what it is, yeah, Walder yeah. Frey. Yeah. <laughs> the squirting. Walder Frey <laughs> the and the squirting. Dude, he it's tells one of his kids. <laughs> it's God, one dude. of his children, one of his yes. bastard children. He, well, he has, like... D- like, if not 50 plus at least if not yeah. hundreds of children he, he's like the dude shoots your his mother would everywhere. still be a milkmaid if i hadn't squirted you into her belly yeah. it's so bad dude. it's very father so frey is a gross fucking creeper that just sprays gross. loads literally everywhere and uh that dude is fertile He's got fucking like machi- machine gun spraying mach- that shit. Dude. Yeah, he's got that like hyper virility that like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't have blue chew in fucking in in those times, bro. How's this guy pumping them out? He's got something. He's he he went to a different witch, not Miriam Azdur, and got some. He some... went to a milkmaid, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> he's gone to many a milkmaid. Uh, let's transition to our final segment of the day. Who be thrown in? Who be thrown in? Uh, this of course is our weekly top five, if you will, our running top five of who's doing cool things, who had a good week, who's, who's doing hood rat shit, who is doing some nice hood rat shit, uh, some nice hood rat shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This is uh, a difficult, this is going to be very difficult episode to rank. I don't know if I can think of five people who should be on the list. I think Aemon? Rob is an easy one. Eamon? Yeah, Eamon. Okay, Sirio, we had you on last week. You are gone, my friend. You weren't in this episode because you were dead. 
Uh, call definitely comes off. You you are Homie not in good shape. fell off his pony, dude. Yeah, dude, you are in some rough shape. Tyrion, I think Tywin Tywin gets knocked down too because he got out outwitted this episode. He he did get outwitted, but he did win his battle. He might get so knocked, he get that's what I'm saying. He gets knocked down. Right. I don't think he comes off the list because I don't know many that are gonna go up. Uh, does Tyrion stay? I'm yeah. gonna go up if you know what I mean. Oh boy. Ah uh, shit. Okay, you do your thing while I find us. You want Aemon, and I agree. You do your thing while I find Aemon. Oh, my thing, as in telling pe- the telling yeah, the peoples yeah, 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 where yeah, to yeah. find us at. Tell, tell the tell the peoples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, I feel like I never say we do have a Facebook. Also, you can find us on Facebook at We Don't Want a Pod. All of our links are fucking everywhere on our socials. So just. Find one and you'll find all. Um, if you're not already watching this video on YouTube, uh, listeners, if you did not know, we do post these videos on YouTube where you can see our ugly ass faces and you can actually see our Zach made who be thrown in list. Oh, yeah. Okay? You just had to throw that in there, didn't you? Yeah, it's Zach made. This shit is authentic, baby. It's true. Okay. It's true. Um, we do have a Discord as well. Discord link will always be in the description. Hell yeah, Eamon. Hell yeah, Mr. Eamon. Uh, yeah, Discord link will always be in the description. Join that. Join the community. Come talk some shit with us. Uh, we love it. And um, if you like us, you're probably a sick fucking twisted person. And you get to hang out Don't and talk with other them. sick twisted people. <laughs> No, yeah, look. We're sick and twisted over here, and we have a bunch of sick and twisted people come talk to us. What adults listen to us talk about dick jokes and milking jokes all day, and and they're not sick and twisted? I'm just calling it like it is, man. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. You're still the worst, though. I am. Yes, that's that's fair. Um... Mainstream okay. makes the list. John got himself a fancy new sword. We didn't talk about that a lot, but that's uh that's a pretty big Oh right. We didn't talk Dang. about that. Is this the okay, so is this the first time in the show that we've actually heard them talk No, we heard them talk about no. Valerian Steel with a dagger, right? Yes, Valerian Steel with a dagger. I don't know if they mentioned it with Ned's sword yet. They didn't but... they didn't mention it with ice, but um uh, Valerian Steel is you... a big deal if you didn't Yeah, know. yeah. Uh they're only Maybe a couple dozen, if even that many. I can't remember exactly how many, like, Valyrian steel weapons, like, in the Seven Kingdoms. Um, mm-hmm. The way to make it is completely lost. Uh, the Valyrians knew how to do it, but they're gone completely. Well, I guess the Targaryens are still technically Valyrians. Um, but yes, this is, uh, it's, like, extremely lightweight. It's extremely sharp. It, like, never loses its edge. Uh, it's a big deal. These are family heirlooms that, like, wars will be fought over these. They are basically priceless. So They're also said to always be a perfect balance, too. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, Commander Mormont giving John this sword is a huge deal. Uh, he was supposed the family, to- ancestral sword. They've right. had it in their family for... Hundreds of years. He was supposed to pass it down to his son, um, but of course, Sejora dishonored himself, and he can no longer do that. And I think, you know, we didn't talk about this a lot, but I, I do like this scene a lot, because I think it's like, I believe Commander Mormont almost views John as like a surrogate son a little bit. You know, he's like kind of training him to be his replacement, and yeah, now he's I passing see this sword along to him. 
Um, that's a that's a big W for John. I think he might make the list. Yeah, I'm trying to think here. Um, There's, I just no one else, else is doing good. I mean, we could argue Jora because he fucked up that Blood Rider. Now he also he, took he Danny took into her a into fucking the tent. demonic, yeah, demonic tent. Not not a good look. Don't <laughs> don't walk the like pregnant that. lady into demon tent. That's oh, just okay. My... Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm about to advocate for this. Oh, please don't. Uh, Cat might need to go on there because she she secured the crossing. Oh boy, oh boy, you are really. Look, I'm objective. Okay? Are you? <laughs> I'm objective. I mean, Cat fucking sucks, but she did do well this episode. <sighs> I guess. Where did you... I mean? Do you disagree? Oh, you can't. I just. I swear, I just added Cat. What? Um, I don't disagree. Um, Look, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We here, are, guys. because, like, I, somebody out there might be like, oh, what about Joffrey? He just, you know, he just took out a, uh, you know, asserted his authority and, you know, took out a big enemy. But, like, no, that was a dumbass move. That was a terrible move. And everyone was screaming at him not to do it. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, so I do not think he makes the list. Uh... Aria is resourceful and good, and she got away, but she just well, she didn't watch her dad watch, get murdered. She didn't technically, see her dad get murdered, but yes, in effect. Uh, Cersei, no. Tyrion, I can see staying. He just kind of got does he knocked out. I mean, his tri he he had a solid speech for his tribesmen to like rally them. That's about it. Man, we're, we're <laughs> scraping. Dude, I told you it'd be well, hold tough on, whoa, this episode. Hold on. We have three unplaced people. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, I'm just, two, and two open slots. Let's... I'm just saying, like, is there anyone else we want to consider? Braun probably fights pretty good. Shay, just because she's hot as ass. Dude, Shay, just because she's hot. Quote, unquote, hot as ass. Dude. Uh, Being hot as ass has got to count for something. I fucking hate you. All right, I don't. I can't think of anyone else. Um, maybe Tywin doesn't come, unless you want to put Aemon above him. I don't know who else would go above him. Is the thing. Yeah, I could. See, he wins um, his battle. He 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 technically gets outsmarted by Rob Stark. He has half the Lannister army, and he wins a battle against two thousand yes. people. How how this is incredible. That's, is it's that? more Jamie's loss than his, though. Okay, I, I think I, I do think Eamon goes above him. Alright. I I won't fight you on that. And I think that Oof, am I actually gonna say this? I think Tyrion goes to five and Kat goes to four. You don't think John makes the list? I think if John makes the list, it's it's he's taking Tyrion's place because Tyrion doesn't actually do anything. think you might be right i mean yeah Tyrion gets knocked out and and causes us to miss a battle yeah it's, it's his fault it is his fault <laughs> it's definitely Tyrion. that's that's what we're gonna go with it all right it's Tyrion's fault we missed the battle because we were we were in his pov for that moment he, his pov yeah you made us you made us 
That's the penalty. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Don't get knocked out. <laughs> don't, uh, don't tell a strange whore you just met about your horrible life story with your wife also. Yeah. That's too sad. True. That's True. too sad. Uh, I do love you, Tyrion. Um, you had a solid rallying speech, but uh, like, wasn't that great. Also, like I said, put your damn helmet on, my dude. Put your damn helmet yeah. on, and that doesn't happen. Uh, you know what? It, it's 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 kind of a damn shame because Tyrion's kind of a badass in the books. Like, he fights here and like kills like several dudes. Anytime he fights, he gets wounded real bad. But he always kills like a bunch of dudes. Like Tyrion's kind of a badass, especially for how much people uh, you know like underestimate him. Yeah, for being. A I mean, we'll we'll get to see more of that. In yeah, a show, but you're sure. right. You're right. The the like I remember some of the battles in the books, or the battle in the book. He always holds his own like way more than than he probably should. Uh, is this our list then? Currently, for for those listening, we have Rob Stark retaining his spot at number one. Uh, jumping up, Maester Aemon, first appearance on the list, all the way to number two for his badass scene. Uh, Tywin dropping to three for him getting bamboozled. Z- by Zach's heavy recommendation, his favorite character, Catelyn Stark, uh, jumping onto four for brokering. Look, man, I I don't like it. It's just <laughs> she 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 secured. I mean, look, could there Rob was could Rob stay at number one on the list if Without she wasn't Kat? able to secure yeah. her, her her the cross? No, I mean, listen, you're right. That's why she's up there, I guess. Uh, and then Jon Snow, he saved Commander Mormont's life. Uh, he got a badass new sword. And he got some good life lessons from Maester Eamon. I think this is, I think, I think maybe he goes ahead of Cat. I think John actually did a lot this episode. He didn't do a lot. He, he was given a lot. I mean, is that not like good? He's uh, gaining. No, it is. He's like gaining it's good. experience. That's why he's on the list. And- all right, fine. We'll leave it as is. Uh, is this the list then? Is this our who be thrown in this week? Yeah, this is who be thrown in. Who be thrown in. All right, one more time. That is Rob Stark 1, Maester Aemon 2, Tywin Lannister 3, Catelyn Goddamn Stark at 4, Jon Snow at 5, and at the very bottom, Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> the absolute <laughs> dead last Daenerys fucking Targaryen. Um, That is who be thrown in. For episode nine, Baylor. Uh, Baylor. I think that's it, pal. That's all I got. I think I think that's it, man. This this episode is one hell of a ride, especially with that ending. Yeah, it um, is a quote unquote oh. game changing episode. Game of Thrones. Get it? Oh my lord. <laughs> You didn't get it. I had to explain it because no, you didn't I, get it. You didn't get it. I had to explain it. Yeah, it's fine. No, when it's you fine. when you said it, I was like, I really hope this isn't. Nah, it's fine. The point. audience got it. You're just the only lame-o here. Yeah, okay. You're the lame-o. Um, You're the lame-o. I, the, you, you said something earlier about um, like how it's crazy that this would happen in episode nine, mm. like not at the end of the season. Right. I feel like that's even more like... It's it's Relevant it's almost later. it's it's almost like a hold on what am I trying to say here? It's like it's so authentic and true to Game of Thrones yeah. because like I feel like something that Game of Thrones taught us is that like the good guy doesn't always win right. and like this is the kind of shit that happens. 
And although, yes, it is a climactic moment, it's also like this is just another moment. Like this is just part of the process. And like the story goes on. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we have one more episode to relish in season one without Ned. And it is fucking nuts that that actually happened. It kind of becomes their the way they operate, kind of their M.O., where it's like, oh, some big, huge climactic moment will happen in like the penultimate episode. And Mm. then the final episode of the season will be like kind of re-scrambling and like dealing with the consequences of that. Oh, but then there's also usually like one or two more massive things that happen. Yeah. So it kind of becomes the way they kind of structure the seasons and I love it. And it's like, it's so good. And so with that, and like you said, it, it just, this is, this is a huge moment, but when you go through like the huge moments of the entire series of game of Thrones, it's like, is this even top five? Like, maybe, right. maybe, probably. But like, the fact that it's even a question is like crazy. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And and again, I think that that was the point. Yeah. Like, this is one hundred percent. This is a thing that happens, and in this world, like, you you can't just be like, like, oh, the good guy wins all the time because that, yeah. that's just not that's just not true. Yep. So. Anyway, that was true, true. that was a ton of fun. This was uh one of one of my. Mo- more favorite episodes that we've talked about so far. This was a good, a good chat. Yeah. Whoa, hold on. You're supposed to be holding that the whole fucking time. I could, it's, it's too awkward. My sword is too awkward. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of bends. I had, to, I had to put it back up on its, on its wall rack um, <laughs> that I was really concerned was going to fall. I don't know how well I secured that to the wall, to be honest. Um, so I was really worried it was going to fall on me the entire episode, but nice. thankfully it yeah, didn't. That would have been so. great. Well, I think, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and call it there, folks. Uh, we appreciate you guys for hanging out and, uh, watching and or listening or both. If you do both, uh, it definitely goes a long way. Haven't said this in a while, but, uh, if you are enjoying the show, it does seriously help a lot. If you guys share uh, the video, share the podcast with friends, family, anybody who you think might enjoy it. Uh, so go do that, please. Uh, it really would mean a lot, especially your grandmothers. Yeah, you know what? If you just listen to the podcast normally, maybe just, you know, open YouTube in, a, in another tab and mute it and just kind of let that play. That's, you know, that's cool. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just actually, you know what? And when it ends, <laughs> just do it again. Loop, yeah. Just hit that replay. Just, do just it again. keep doing that, you know, um, if, if you feel like it, if you feel like yeah. it. Longclaw says do so. <laughs> Longclaw says so. It's law now. It's law. All right, it's long law. <laughs> it's God damn it. I was going to refrain from doing it, but Zach's like, nah, I got this one. I got it. Fucking hell, dude. Holy shit. All right, we love you fuckers. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.